What's going on, everybody? I hope everybody's well. No true UFC this weekend, so I'd be watching Ballers. Of course, Ballers came out many years ago on HBO, but Netflix recently picked it up, so I started watching it again. Dude, I forgot how good that show is. But anyway, that's all I got for you. Make sure you follow me, Punch the Mouth Official on Instagram, official underscore PATM on X. Peace, guys. Later. That's enough. That's enough. It's me now. We cool. We cool. It's cool. It's cool. We're cool. It's me now. We're back. So what's up, everybody? I hope everybody's well. We're here, you know, episode 140. Dude, a lot of stuff has not really happened, but there is something major that has happened, which was Max Holloway is going to take on Josh Emmett. How's Josh Emmett getting all these high-profile fights? He just fought Ilya Tapuria. And now he's going to fight Max Holloway. Let me see if I can find more info on that. We're going to get into Notre UFC. First, we're going to find Max Holloway. Let's see. I don't see anything about it, but I did read it somewhere. Max Holloway. Let me see if I just... Sorry about that. Let me see. Let me see if we find it right here. I don't know. Maybe I just saw it somewhere and I thought that was news, but I guess not. But I did hear that they were going to fight. But I guess that was just me. I do apologize for that. We're going to move on. We're going to go into Notre UFC. And one thing I can confirm is that Kayla Harrison will fight in November. She's going to fight Julia Budd. Kayla Harrison will fight Julia Budd. And that will be also serve as the finals. Okay, here we go. Ready for this card? Alexa Grasso will take on Valentina Chipchenko. Kevin Holland will take on Jack Delia Madalena. Oh, Rosas will take on Terrence. Mitchell, Daniel Zenghumber will take on Christos Giagos. Fernando Padilla will take on Kyle Nelson. Lupita Godinez will take on Ellis Reese. Roman Copila will take on Josh Permid. Edgar Chavez will take on Daniel Lacedra. Tracy Cortez will take on Jasmine Jazdu Da Vincios. I hope I said that right. I probably said that wrong. And then Dominic Reyes' brother is fighting on here. His name is Alex Reyes. He's fighting on here, so that should be interesting. Should be very interesting, man. So, like I said, really interesting, man. Um, the other thing to look forward to now is PFL. We'll, we'll get into that later. What I want to look at is Alexa Grasso versus Valentina. The thing you have to look at here, I believe, would be the Tyler Santos fight as well. Because, like, that Tyler Santos fight, you can see a lot of what we saw in the Alexa Grasso fight. Valentina was very tentative. She, um, you can see that it wasn't the same Valentina that I felt she was dominant over everybody else in the division. I don't know if it's just me that saw that. Like, that's what I saw. I don't know if everybody else saw that, but that's what I saw. I don't know, man. And then again, 
we have to look at, for example, look at the Leon Edwards Kamar Usman rematch. Kamar was winning that fight the first time around. Leon threw the head kick and got a knockout. That's what he needed to get. If he didn't get that, like even if he rocked Usman and Usman made it out the run, Usman wins that fight. But Leon got what he needed to get, right? So there that was. So I want to know the confidence Alexa's going to have going into this fight. I wonder where the confidence of Valentina is. And the same could be applied to Israel. If Israel gets that immediate rematch, are you going to be confident? I mean, I know he got it with the Pereira one because that's what people are going to say to me, right? Well, look at what he did with him and Pereira rematch. I'm like, sure, but Izzy was winning that fight pretty handily up until the last round. Like this first Sean Strickland fight, not to harp on it too much. He was getting beat. Like, you can make a case Sean 5-0'd him. I had it 4-1 because I think I gave the second round to Izzy. But you can make a case that Sean won all five of those rounds. And people would be like, yeah, I could see it, you know. So there's that to look forward to. But I want to go into some of these articles and some stuff Valentina has said leading up to this fight. Because she says she's on a mission. Look, to show you that I'm not full of it, we're going to read something Kamar Usman said. Look, listen. Kamar Usman explains how Alexa Grasso rematch could be harder for Valentina Chevchenko at Noche UFC. Kamar Usman thinks Alexa Grasso will enter a rematch with Valentina Chevchenko even more competent. Flyweight champion Grasso, 16-3, runs things back with Chevchenko, 23-4, in Saturday's Noche UFC main event at T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. After seven title defenses, Chevchenko was dethroned by Grasso, who submitted her in the fourth round of their title fight at UFC 285 in March. Grasso initially wanted one more fight before a title shot, but ended up getting the call to compete for the belt. When you're fighting someone who not exactly supposed to be who's not exactly supposed to be in there right now at that time, and you let them hang around long enough and they start to build that confidence, they do belong in here. You find yourself in a fist fight or some type of situation you don't want to be in, Usman said to ESPN's RC and DC or DC and RC. That is the case to a T. Alexa Grasso, who at a, the time I believe was ranked number three and got the opportunity to fight because Valentina had run through the entire division. When she got in there, she took full advantage of that opportunity because she was looking at that fight. Who thought Valentina Trishenko was going to lose to Alexa Grasso? Because looking at that fight, who thought Valentina was gonna lose to who thought Valentina Chichenko was gonna lose to Alexa Grasso? Sorry, I had to reread that because it didn't make sense to me. From personal experience, I have, look, look, look. Here he goes. From personal experience, I've lost to Leon Edwards twice in a row. Now, former welterweight champion Kamar Usman expects Grasso to have a mental edge over Shevchenko. There you go, bro. What I just said beforehand, I didn't even know this was out there, but there you go. He just proved my point. He just proved my point. He just proved my point. There you go, man. So there's that. There's that. And like I'm telling you guys, I feel like an immediate rematch when you like, that's why I say Izzy. Well, for me, Izzy doesn't deserve one because he didn't defend it on this run. I will keep saying that. Let's read this one. Alexa Grasso surprised by Valentina Chevchenko's response to loss ahead of Noche UFC. There are no accidents. Alexa Grasso 
is surprised how Valentina Chipchenko has responded to losing. And Mark Grasso shocked the MMA world when she submitted Chipchenko in the foreground of their flyweight title fight at UFC 285. This Saturday, the two running back in the main event of Noche UFC and ahead of the fight, Chipchenko has downplayed Grasso's win, saying that she was winning the fight before making a mistake that ultimately cost her the belt. However, Grasso doesn't quite see it that way. It just kind of surprised me because someone with such big experience and competing at this high level, and we know there are no accidents. Grasso said at the Noche UFC media day, I trained for that moment. You can see in that video that I have before the fight, I was training exactly that same position. It was something that I trained to win that fight. While Grasso ultimately caught Shevchenko was back and submitted her with a choke, it was actually the champion striking game that gave Shevchenko problems in their first fight, forcing the decorated Muay Thai practitioner to turn to her wrestling and grappling. Yeah, like, that was the same thing with... Um, Tyler Santos, like, I don't know if you guys remember, but Tyler was giving her a hard time on the feet. So what she tried to do was take her down and get her in the crucifix position. Heading into the rematch, Grasso believes Shevchenko will be more focused on the striking this time around. I love striking fights and it was going pretty well in the striking department. But I did a lot of adjustments just in case she doesn't want to strike with me, Grasso said. But I'm, I'm excited to, I'm excited too because she came back to Thailand to do Muay Thai again. So this excites me so much. I'm pretty sure it's going to be an amazing fight. Shevchenko is universally considered the greatest woman flyweight in MMA history. So a second win over her on Saturday would be tremendous. A tremendous feather in Grasso's cap. But the Mexican champion has bigger dreams than simply being the woman who unset Shevchenko. Once she defends her title, then Grasso says the next journey begins. To be the champion is the first step. Climbing the mount, first mountain, Grasso said. But once I have it, I turn my head and I realize there's another big mountain to climb because I want to defend it. I want to keep it. I want to know. I want to show how much I've been involving in all those months. I mean, yeah, like the thing is, Chipchenko deserved an immediate rematch because of how dominant she was during her title reign. So for me, you deserve it. Going back to the Izzy thing, people say, oh, Izzy does, deserves it because he was a dominant champion on his first run, and he got it on his first run. And then he beat Alex. Alex didn't get an immediate rematch. Alex decided to go up to 205, and I don't even think they would have gave Alex an immediate rematch right away. Well, they might have because Izzy would have wanted to even the score. But then, I look, because I saw Drickis's interview on the MMA Hour. I wonder if I can find it, like excerpts of it. Hold on. Let me see if I can find it. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but there's something I want to say about that. Okay, I can't find it, but my point is, Drake says, once I win the title, he says something along these lines. He goes, once I win the title, I'll fight Izzy, I don't care. And I'm sitting there going, why don't you fight him now? Fight him right now. Like, just because he doesn't have the belt, that doesn't matter. He's let me check the i think izzy would be number one now and drickis would be number two yeah there you go drickis is number two on the official ranking and i know people say all oh, those rankings are garbage so drickis is number two and israel is number one why don't they have them fight now i understand that the build-up for the bell would make it a lot more interesting i do understand that but you can make them fight now why not now can we make them fight now please and you either give 
if you give Sean a choice, he'll pick Jared Cannonier because for those that don't know, Jared and him fought and they gave it to Jared. Even though I thought Sean won, they gave it to Jared Cannonier. So we'll see what happens. We shall see what happens. So that's what I would do. I would do Drikas Duplices versus Israel Adesanya. And then if if they want to give it to Jared, give it to Jared because he was the backup. And you know how much I always champion the backup fighters. Give it to Jared because I know Sean would want that fight. And then, but then it becomes kind of a tug of war, right? Because if Drikas and Israel fight, that would be number one contendership. Like, who would the winner of Hamza and... Paulo fight, even though what you could do is have them fight Robert Whitaker, you know? That's just my opinion. It's a mess, but I'm just trying to give um clarification here. But why don't you have Israel and Drickis fight next? Unless you're gonna have Drickis fight Sean Strickland, but what if Sean beats Drickis? Like, I'm telling you, the time to do Israel versus Drickis is right now, even though there's no belt. Make them a main event on a paper, it doesn't matter. That fight is big enough to main event a pay-per-view. They don't need the belt. I'm telling you, Israel is bigger than the belt. Ooh, check out this graphic they have of Alexa Grasso with the new custom Noche UFC belt. It looks pretty sick. Pretty sick. Is there anything new on Israel? Look, this is Robert's... Um, Look, again, Kamar Usman. He's probably going to agree with me and say what I just said. Kamar Usman advised Israel Adesanya to take a break after UFC 293 loss. Activity might be a little too much. Kamar Usman advised Israel Adesanya not to jump into an immediate title rematch with Sean Strickland. Adesanya lost his middleweight title by unanimous decision in a massive upset to Strickland this past Saturday at UFC 293. Usman can relate to Adesanya. He lost his welterweight title to Leon Edwards last August and got an immediate opportunity to avenge his loss this past March at UFC 286, but wound up falling short. In hindsight, Usman wish he would have took some time out before running things back with Edwards. Yes, I was definitely in this position, in his position, Usman told DC and RC. I honestly, looking back now, I probably rushed it. I probably should have taken a little more time off, and then I'm still guaranteed that shot to go and fight for that belt. Usman knows the eagerness of trying to rectify the wrong, but warns Adesanya against it. For Israel as a competitor, I'm sure he's feeling a bit of this and uh, as well and thinking, no, this guy shouldn't have beat me in the first place. Just like I felt, Usman said, this guy shouldn't have been in there with me in the first place as I felt. And so you want to get it back and get that stain off you right away. But if you're guaranteed that shot, I would like to see him take a little bit more time. Enjoy life. You see, and then he goes on, for Izzy, I think activity might be a little too much, Usman said. Izzy has been fighting a lot between when I was champion myself. Izzy, we were fighting for quite a few pay-per-views. Izzy's at a point where I think he could just take a little break and I think he can make the necessary adjustments to be able to come out there and win that fight. I mean, I don't know. I don't like saying that type of stuff because then it, it takes away from Israel. I mean, from Sean, you know. Let's read this one from Valentina. Valentina Shevchenko, I have no choice but to show Alexa Grasso no mercy at Noche UFC. Ruthless, that is former champion Valentina Shevchenko's mentality as she seeks to regain her belt. Shevchenko fights Alexa Grasso in an immediate rematch for the UFC flyweight title this Saturday in the main event of Noche UFC, which takes place at the T-Mobile Arena. Shevchenko lost her belt to Grasso in March at UFC 285 by fourth round submission. Shevchenko feels that she was in control of the majority of the first fight 
And having studied her errors, she no longer needs to look back at that fight. Watching the fight back, I would say I was winning all the fight from the first round to the third, except the last moments of the fourth, Shevchenko said. And another thing, right now my mindset and my focus. I don't go back to March. I don't go back and think about what happened there. I did it already. I did it in my training camp. I did it for all those months. Right now I'm right now I'm a person who's motivated to get rid of that feeling back then in March. I'm determined on what I have to do this Saturday. That's my mindset. I don't watch back everything. I had to take from that fight I took. Now it's strong energy, positive energy, no mercy. Go to the end. Shevchenko feels he has no options but but to have that mentality. I mean, I guess, but I just hope it's not her downfall. I hope she doesn't think, well, there's no way this girl can beat me, so it was my fault, so there's nothing she could do to me that will help her win this fight. I hope she doesn't have that mentality because she will lose, I feel. Let's look at the PFL's Kayla Harrison to fight Julia Budd at PFL World Championships on November 24th. Kayla Harrison is set to return against another former champion. The PFL announced Wednesday that Harrison is set to fight Julia Budd at the league's season-closing PFL World Championship event on November 24th, which takes place at the Anantheum in Washington, D.C. This marks Harrison's first fight since losing to rival Larissa Pacheco in the finals of the 2022 lightweight tournament last November. Before her loss to Pacheco, Harrison won her first 15 pro fights following on an illustrious judo career that saw her become the first American to win Olympic gold medalist in the sport at the 2012 London Games, followed by another gold medal in the 2016 Rio de Janeiro Janeiro, Olympics in Rio de Janeiro. Come on, Adrian. She captured the two PFL crowns at 155 before losing to Pacheco after previously defeating the Brazilian twice. This was my question. They just answered it. The November 24th clash with Bud is being billed as a 145-pound showcase fight. It was previously announced that Harris Harrison was one of the names that would be included in the league's super fight series, which exists outside of its standard regular season tournament format. I'm telling you, they did this because their hope was they were going to get Chris Cyborg to go to the PFL. Now, if PFL buys them, now, here are a couple things to keep in mind. From what I've understood... This fight and one more fight will honor Kayla's contract and then she becomes a free agent. Outside of Larissa Pacheco, because I honestly believe she'll get through Julia Budd no problem because Bud isn't the fighter she used to be, I'll tell you that much. She's not. But outside Larissa Pacheco and Chris Cyborg, who is she going to fight? Tell me, Amanda Nunez retired. She's not going to be able to make 135, I'll tell you that much. She can cut down to low as 140, but 135, she's not going to be able to do it, trust. She's just not. I know she won't be able to. They did this because they were hoping to get Chris Cyborg to come to the PFL and that be their first major pay-per-view fight. And then hopefully what they're hoping is that she's healthy enough to go again in January. I wonder if that's her Larissa. Will you take a fight in January? Because I honestly believe Larissa Pacheco is going to run through this division. Who's she fighting? I know she's fighting in the finals. She's fighting Marina. <laughs> she's fighting Marina Mokonakinia. Mokonakinia. She's fighting her. Again, the only way I don't see this fight going through is if Larissa Pacheco doesn't make the 145.0. Because their title fight, they have to 
They don't get the one pound rule. But if she wins and Kayla wins, just do the, the fight again. That's what I would say. How are we doing on fight? Um, okay, I'll let I'll let you guys off with this one. So if Valentina does not win, where does she go? I think she would go into purgatory, right? Because to me, like you can see, you can see like it's not as where she was before where she was just smoking these girls. Like the Tyler Santos fight was hard for her. She pulled through that one. The Alexa Grasso fight was hard for her. And then she ended up getting caught. So the thing becomes like, what is it? What do we see now? And the fact that she got an immediate title shot doesn't bother me because her title reign earned her that right. But that's all I got for you guys. Make sure you follow me. Punch them out the fisher on Instagram. Official underscore PITM on Twitter. Peace, guys. Later. Or X.